Learn how to build your faith on God's Word and live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time. As you listen to the Senior Pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunkwo, and expect God's Word to work for you. Praise God. Please take your seat this morning. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Come on, say with me, I'm a superman. Say it with confidence, say I'm a superman. That is the most uh, important thing God has been trying to tell his people over the years. That you are no more a natural man, you're a supernatural man. That's what superman means. You're a supernatural man. Alright, there's no gender in the spirit, so if you're a woman too, you're a supernatural man, the same thing. You're a supernatural man. He's trying to show you that, look, what it means to be born again means to be born into the supernatural life. This is why many people still, you know, see Christianity as a religion. It's not a religion. You have been born into another life. So it's not the set of activities that is the issue. It's who you have become. He said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. What they mean is that that which is born of the flesh is natural. And that which is born of the spirit is supernatural. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? It's there in your Bible. It says, the person that is born of the flesh, that is born naturally, is just natural. The person that is born spiritually is spiritual. And what makes Christ, one of the things that makes Christianity so special is that it's the only place where God is upgrading the people to be like him. You must understand it. This is why it's not a religion. In other places, there is a clear demarcation between God and his worshippers. God is very far. The worshippers are constantly trying to appease God, to find God, to seek his face. Hey, my father, my God. In Christianity, you have been upgraded to be in the class of God. That's what he's trying to establish. That has always been his plan from Genesis chapter 1. Let us make man in our what? Image and after our likeness. When man fell, when Adam fell, incredible inferiority complex hit mankind. So the moment Adam fell, he said whenever he saw God come in the garden, he went to do what? Hide himself. Inferiority complex. He felt, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not like God. I'm just a non You know, people, some people even say that. I'm you or man. I'm just a naughty butterfly. I'm just a naughty ma- uh, maggot. Or what's that thing? Yeah, I'm a hand. You know, I'm just a... Those things don't impress God. When you talk like that, you embarrass God. Imagine if your child says, who am I? I'm just a cockroach in this house. <laughs> your own son. No? It, 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 it doesn't impress you. You are ashamed if he does that. Because we think we impress God when we try to make ourselves nothing. I'm just nothing. He, you, are, you are negating his whole plan. He's trying to bring you to where he is. Let's make man in our image. That's incredible security. Because no, most human beings, when they want to make you, they don't want to make you their, their level. I don't understand what I'm saying. Have you seen somebody in the office, the manager, he wants to promote you. I want to promote you to be my fellow manager. Have you seen that before? You'll be my deputy associate junior assistant. That's the best you can be. Am I correct? But God said, look, come, come. 
Oh, let's make man in our image after our likeness. Let them also function like us. He said, I have no low self-esteem. I'm, I'm not insecure. When Adam fell, Adam began to have inferiority complex. He began to run from God. Hey, I'm just uh, uh, God. I can't approach God. I heard your voice in the garden. I went to hide myself. I'm naked. I'm empty. I'm useless. I'm this. He brought Jesus Christ. And they said, as many as received him, to them gave the authority, the power to become sons of God. I know in our day that's a loose term, but in their day they understood it. Because what that means is that if you are saying you are a son of God, you are saying you are in the class of God. In fact, when Jesus said it, they wanted to stone him. He said, what, of what which of my good works do you want to stone me for? They say, you, being a man, you are calling yourself a God. He actually didn't say he was a God. He just said, I am my father. And all. So they knew what he meant. It's like if ten monkeys are gisting. And one monkey said, See that man there, now my papa. By that statement, he's saying, I'm not, I'm not your mate. They understood what Jesus meant. He said, As many as received him, to them gave he power to become what? Sons of God. Sons of God doesn't mean only beginning of God, it means like God. That's what sons of God means. So, God, God, that's, why, that's why this is not a religion. This is God saying, look, you are in my class. Come up. And the bulk of Christians are constantly trying to run from God. We are constantly trying to look for intermediaries. God is saying, look, come. I am and the children the Lord has given me are for signs and wonders. The supernatural is not for apostles. The supernatural is not for pastors. The supernatural is for every believer. You are born into it. You too, you are a miracle worker. You are born into it. He said, these signs shall follow who? Did he say, shall follow pastors? It shall follow apostles? It shall follow mighty prophets? No. He said, these signs shall follow who? Them that believe, anybody that is a believer, signs are meant to follow you. But you are too busy following signs. Who deal with signs follow you? He said, look at what, look at the signs. He said, in my name you shall do what? Ah, ah, ah. Father, I pray for revelation knowledge for your people. Let our eyes be open in the name of Jesus. I said last week, for those of you that are here, Nigerian Christianity scene is about 40 years to start the reading. We are still mixing traditional worship and Christianity. That's what we are still doing. I gave the history last week. How many of you were here now? I gave the gist. Most of the fathers, our fathers that were Christians, mixed their traditional scene and Christianity. They mixed it. Most of them were nights in church, but they still had to go to shrine during the, the day for village. So many of us, what we inherited is still that ideology that there's a heavy native doctor, chief priest, that only him can enter the evil forest. The rest of us, we're outside. And whatever he tells us is what we will do. So we still have that ideology that me, I can't enter the evil forest myself. Only the heavy chief priest with, with boot white chalk in his eye and pull leaf. He's going to the evil forest. 
and the rest of the citizens outside say, hey, hey, help us, help us, you are the one that can enter for us. That's what we're still doing. Because we refuse to rise up to what God is calling us to. He said, come to my class. Hallelujah. You are now like me. Glory to God. Glory to God. These signs shall follow them that believe. Look at what he said. Say, in my name you will cast out devils. 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 Not you go and call pastor. You will cast out devils. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? You know that see Christians that still go to their village to go and that somebody that want to break demonic curses. <laughs> These things they enter my body. They enter my body. Okay, wait. The demonic curse. Have you the, the the spirit talk to you by himself? The demon introduce himself. Say, I'm the one. Ooh, I'm the one causing all the trouble in your lineage. How many of you have met that before? You are taking that action based on what some people said. Great, I agree with you. My only problem is that there's also another thing that was said. That for this cause was the Son of Man made manifest. That he might destroy the works of the devil. You don't want that one. You want to go to the evil forest. It's both information. It's both information. I was witnessing to somebody. We were, were talking. Nice guy. We were really having a good conversation about God. And he, he was saying he's an agnostic and all that. Agnostic and all that. So he was saying he doesn't believe in, even believe in eternity. I said, no problem. I said, he said he doesn't believe in heaven, doesn't believe in hell, doesn't believe in eternity. I said, great, I, I, I'm okay. But he had mentioned earlier in our Jesus that he has taken vaccine. I said, you have not seen coronavirus to your two eyes before. You are not a lab scientist or a doctor that has gone, that have facts. All you are dealing with is what you have heard. I said, the vaccine you took is not even up to a year old. We don't know that the people that took, took it, they will still run mad. One year, six months from now. I'm not saying you should not take vaccine. I'm not have no issue with vaccine. I'm just giving gist. I said, so you don't know that? Yes, now. Nah. <laughs> Some of you, I'm watching you. Those of you that think I'm still watching you, uh, your behavior. If I see anything out of the ordinary, I call police immediately. <laughs> I'm still watching you to make sure everything is normal. Anytime you laugh more than normal time, everybody's laughing. I know that. <laughs> We're watching you. I said, you don't know that people will run mad one year from now. You don't know that. But you got information from people and you took a calculated bet. Because it's a bet. All you did was that you got information. And you took a bet. I said, that's exactly what I'm asking you to do with salvation. It's what people have said. Because that's what you were saying. That all these things, I said, I agree. I said, if you die, if you believe there's heaven and you die, and you find that there's no heaven, you've not lost anything. I said, but if you believe there's no hell, and you die, and there's hell, I said the same way you took a calculated bet because your vaccine is a gamble. But it's just an informed calculated gamble. I said that's what I'm asking you to do. Take the same gamble about your, your future. That's how it works. Why do you choose to believe one and not believe the other? 
This, uh, let's quickly go. This sign shall follow them and believe. So we'll cast out devils. He said, um, who's, uh, no, my brother, you're putting something else. Okay. In this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name, you cast out devils. They shall speak what? With new tongues. How do you say you're a Christian? You don't pray in tongues. So what do you pray in? How do you pray for Nigeria in English? Nigeria. What do you want to pray? What do you, what do you Tell me. Tell me what you want to pray in English, in understanding. This kind of Nigeria, you pray in tongues, mad day so kobara, because you wouldn't even know the problem. <laughs> so how do we look for a solution of problem you don't know? You pray in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Is that what I get what I'm saying? Pray in the Holy Ghost. There are so many things about life like that you don't have a handle of how to even address it. Is somebody get what I'm saying? He said you will speak in new tongues. Next verse. It says, they shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. So they shall lay hands on the sick. And they shall recover. You are not the sick. They say you are the ones that will lay hands. They didn't say, Pastor, say this. If you're a believer, these signs are supposed to follow everywhere you go. When you meet people that are sick, you're supposed to be able to lay hands on them confidently. But we have incredible inferiority complex. We think, oh, I'm not good enough. It's not me they're talking to. Let me show you something. Matthew, chapter 9 or 19. It says, to him, I mean, it said, um, with God. I think Matthew 19, 26. It said, with God, all things are possible. Let's see it. It said, Jesus beholding, beheld them and said unto them, with men, this is what? I need to hear you guys. With men, this is what? But with God, what? I can't hear you. With God, what? Say it with more confidence. With God, what? How many things are possible? All things. Now, if you hear that, you say, hey, now. Now, God, now, before uncle. Now, see another statement. Mark 9.23. Look at this. Jesus said unto them, If thou canst, what? What will happen? You see, few, fewer people are reading that. Jesus said unto them, what? What will happen also? That's what I've been trying to tell you. God has been trying to say, look, come to my level. And what he's trying to say is that what bridges the gap between where he is and where you are is your faith. Learning to use your faith. In the walk of the supernatural, you turn on your faith. If you turn on your supernatural, by your faith. You must learn how to use your faith. That bridges the gap for you. How did God create this whole world? He didn't create it by calling engineers, by calling Julius Berger, by forming a committee, by getting a 9 to 5, by getting education, by reading books. That's not what he did. All those things are good, but that's not what he did. Genesis 1-1, quickly, DJ. It says, in the beginning, God did what? God created the heavens and the earth. So they began to give us the process. They started with the summary of the gist. Then they started breaking down the process. Verse 2. It says, and the earth was what? Without form. And what? Void. And what? Was upon the face of the... So everything was going wrong. Without form, void, darkness everywhere. It says, just look at Nigeria. It says, and the Spirit of God did what? Moved upon the face of the waters. Verse 3. 
And what happened? What did God do? He said. Listen, listen. This is important. God said. God did not go and buy blocks. God did not go and carry cement. God did not go and check the price list. The first thing God did was to said. <laughs> That's the first thing he did. He said. He looked at everything and he said. Remember, we're talking about your supernatural status. That's what we're talking about. In the realm of the spirit, what you say is as powerful as your signature in the physical. He said. That was how he started the process of transformation. By saying. Mark 11. Same Jesus Christ. Remember, Jesus is God. So, Jesus Christ was here on the earth. In other words, God was now here on the earth as a man. So, he saw a fig tree. The fig tree looked good like it should have fruits. Jesus went there to pluck the fruits. He didn't see any fruits there. So, he said, from today, nobody eats fruit of you anymore. Why was Jesus saying, doing that? Very simple. We use words to create this earth. We can use words to also remove things from this earth. Same thing. So for him, it was not a big deal. He knew the world came. This physical world that you love so much that came, it came by words. You can also adjust things by words. So Jesus Christ said, nobody eats fruit of you anymore. See what happened. The next day, why is my screen not working? He said, and in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree. What? Right from the roots. Hmm. See, and Peter, ginger, and Peter be the ginger guy. Peter calling to remember and said, him, Master, Master, hey, he was tripping. Master, come and see. He said, Behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is what? Peter was surprised. Jesus was not. Jesus said, That's normal. That's how we created the whole world in the first place. So there's no big deal in that. But Peter was so tripped that, ah, this thing you said actually happened. And you know what? And, and this way, this way really blew my mind. In fact, the whole story blows my mind, but this way really blew my mind. See the next verse. And Jesus answering said unto him, what? The original, the original um, translation of this scripture says, Jesus said to him, have faith like God. Have the God kind of faith. He said, have faith like God. He was telling Peter, look, this is what we've been trying to tell you. We want you to be in our class. We have been trying to invite you to live like us. We will control things by words. We want you to, to control things by words. Have faith like God. Oh, if it was in Nigeria, a pastor spoke to a fig tree today, and tomorrow it dries up. <laughs> Every Friday we speak in night. 10 p.m. to midnight. Everyone come. The native daughter is about to speak. I still didn't love native doctor behavior. And I have no problem with somebody praying, but the truth is that what we are, let me tell you what we are doing to ourselves. We have 10 million machine guns. We all leave our guns to come and watch one person shoot his own gun. We will never take over this world that way. That's why we have some mad people ruling us. And the better people are gathering for one person to test his own gun. If 
10,000, 10 million people know they are right, spiritually speaking especially, they will go and, you, instead of you to wait, come and hear me speak over you, you will go and speak in business world. You will go and speak in politics. You will go and take over. But, you are, but you are, everybody's speaking night. 10 p.m. Every Friday, Jesus spoke and they will put that testimony. Jesus spoke and victory seed before and after. Speaking night. 10 p.m. every Friday. Everybody will shut down their own mouth and come and watch on that person to speak. The native doctor is about to enter the evil forest. And it's the only one that can enter. The rest of us were outside. Waiting for him. Cuckoo. Cuckoo, cuckoo. But you see what Jesus did? Totally opposite. He didn't say, come, I'll be speaking for you. He said, no, you too. Don't come and follow me. You can speak. Be speaking. Speak like us. No special service for speaking. You speak like us. Ay, 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 ay. Say, no special service. Speak. Your mouth not depend you. Speak. Imagine if we had the 10 million Christians that can pray. Instead of 10 million Christians that are looking for prayer. You don't understand. Let me talk to these people on this side. I say, imagine 10 million Christians that can pray. Compared to 10 million Christians looking for prayer. That's why we've not taken over. The people ruling us, they're not white. You know they're not smarter than us. One to one, we mess up any other bulbs of ruling us. But you know why they will keep ruling us? We were, we were inferior. We have inferiority. Speak over me. Speak. Speak in night. When God has given you authority to go and speak over the sphere you are controlling. But you will gather for speaking night. Because the person with the evil forest, evil forest is going there. So, do you know Christians are at the top of almost anything going on in the country? But most of them are not mature to take the place. They are not mature enough. They think God gave them the position for posing. There is no reason why Nigeria should not be working. No physical reason. Speaking night. When I see the numbers of Christians begging for prayer, I say, if these guys knew their place, do you know how Nigeria would have changed? If they knew their authority. Jesus didn't say, let's start a speaking night. He said, no. You two speak. See the next verse. See the next verse now. See. He said, verily I say, he said, verily means like I swear. That was verily me. He said, verily I say unto you, that whosoever. Eh? What do you call it? Whosoever. Ah! Whosoever. He said, whosoever, anybody. Hey, that, that includes you. It's just that there's COVID. I would have told you to touch your neighbor. But look at your neighbor. Tell him, that includes you. Tell him, you are in whosoever. Whosoever. Say, I just got born again last year. You are inside whosoever. You hear me? I just got born again last month. You are inside whosoever. I just got one again in the first service. A few hours ago, you are inside whosoever. You qualify. I've not prayed for one year. You are inside whosoever. I've not read my Bible for one year. You are inside. I've never come to church. It's my first time church this year. You are inside whosoever. You still enter. No need for speaking nights. Whosoever. He said, whosoever shall say unto what? This mountain. Be thou removed. And be thou cast from my understanding. You know, Israel is surrounded by mountains. 
So I believe that he was pointed to a physical mountain showing them. He said, Whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that the things which he has said shall come to pass. What will happen? Hmm. Hmm. He didn't start his speaking ministry over on top of Peter's neck. He said, Peter, go and be speaking. You two go and speak. He says, it's, it's not even limited to we we. He said, now whosoever. Credible sense of security. No, 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 no sense of I'm the only one. 10 p.m. speaking night. Friday. Don't miss it. I'm the only one that can speak. So we have babies. Babies. Speaking night. Whosoever. Whosoever. May God raise people that will speak in politics. We have too many smart people, but they have to wait for speaking night. They can't go and speak. Too many smart, too many gifted people, but inferiority complex. Inferiority. The guy that doesn't know God has nothing to fear. He will just go there, but with you, with all the God you have, no confidence. Still feel you are. You, and God has said, you are in my class. The same way I spoke to the fig tree, you can speak to mountain. The same way God spoke to create the earth, you too can speak to create your world. Is somebody getting this? Speak. Most times the case is not closed. It's because our mouth is closed. It's our mouth that is closed, not the case. We're not speaking. Speak. Say, whosoever speaks to this mountain, naturally speaking, should mountains move? I'm asking you, naturally speaking, should mountains move? No. So there are three kinds of laws operating on the earth. The first one is the are physical laws. Physical laws don't have respect for your age. It doesn't have respect for your intention. You jump from a roof. You say, I swear, my, my heart is clear. <laughs> Gravity will not be aware. Did somebody get what I'm saying? You jump from roof. Say, I didn't know. I didn't know the roof end here. <laughs> uh, it's at the Gobi. You'll be having that conversation. It's okay to talk about it. It's at the Gobi, not here. Because they would have carried your, your, the remaining parts of your body that they can find. I get what I'm saying. The physical laws, they operate. They don't care your religion, your tribe. They operate here on the earth. If you, are, if you have a mountain in stomach, like me, <laughs> trying to remove it, it's not hereditary. It's hereditary. <laughs> it's hereditary. <laughs> because in natural law, there's cause and effect. Nobody hates you. Life is not against you. They didn't, they didn't single you out to suffer you. The laws just operate like that. Those are natural laws. The second kind of laws are civil laws. So those are laws that govern the people. If you drive one way, it's a crime. If you write a check, it bounces, it's a crime. So they will not have law enforcement agents. Police. Okay, no, police is not really law enforcement in Nigeria. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. You have police, you have all these people enforcing the law. That's civil law. But the third one are spiritual laws. And this is what this, the whole Bible is about. Trying to show you that apart from the physical and civil laws, you have access to spiritual laws. This one of, this one of, this one of the things we're teaching Peter, that in the spirit, speaking 
is part of our spiritual laws. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. And he said, those spiritual laws supersede natural laws. Because mountains are not meant to move. But say, if you apply spiritual laws, they will move. He said, but how will he move? I don't know. It's none of your business. Your own is to speak. And don't doubt in your heart. And believe that the things you've said will come to pass. Say, it will surely come to pass. Introduce that spiritual law. So, you, you, you are conscious of the spiritual laws. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Whosoever shall have whatsoever. It's time to begin to open your mouth to speak. See, and you know the interesting thing. Look at that scripture. They say, you shall say unto who? I can't hear you. Who should you say it unto? Who should you say it unto? On that big challenge. Many Christians, they are always talking to God. A good chunk of prayer has nothing to do with you talking to God. A good chunk of prayer has to do with you speaking to the mountain. But most of them are talking to God. Oh God! You say yes. Father! You say I'm here, I hear you. God! Father, Lord God! By the time you say, what's wrong with this guy? You say, yes, we hear you. Come and remove this mountain! Move it, move it, move, 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 move. God will never answer that prayer. You know why? Because he has told you to speak to the mountain. Picture it is like a policeman at this junction stopping somebody. The person didn't stop, but the person is struggling to stop. And the policeman called the IG of police from Abuja. Say, is that the general police? Yes, I say, sure, sir. This is Corporal John. I saw one Okada here, Aleki, Alekushi bus stop. He did not stop, sir. The guy said, yes, I'm listening. So, sir, come and stop him. He said, give me your number. Your... Mm, can I have your name and number? Because you have not just lost your job, you have lost your accommodation, you have lost your freedom. <laughs> You've lost a lot of things. Am I correct? You know how stupid that policeman will look? To them in Abuja. I'm stopping Okada, sir. He didn't stop. Come and stop him. They will ask, who posted this idiot? That's how you look in the spirit when you're calling God over an issue he has told you what to do, but you're calling him to come and move mountains. He's wondering, who church is this guy attending? Call his pastor. Who is? They're not teaching them the Bible there. God, come and move mountains. It's time to start speaking. Say, you, speak to the mountain. Ay, 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 ay. Speak to the mountain. And they use mountain as an example. It can be anything. Anything standing in your way. Anything standing in your way of progress. Standing in your way of happiness. Standing in your way of fulfilling destiny. You are free to speak to it. You can speak to Naira. You can speak to dollars. You can speak to pounds. You can speak to your office. You can speak to the climate. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? My, I have a shaver, electric shaver that I plug to charge then. I used to shave. So, I plugged it yesterday night. Overnight. I didn't need to plug it overnight because it doesn't take so long to charge, but I just plugged it and slept overnight. And in the morning, I woke up, picked it up, wanted to go and shave. <laughs> I put it on, no response whatsoever. Didn't move, no blink, no light, no nothing. Ah, 
this thing that charged overnight. I plug it back. It showed light that it was charging. I put it on even with it being plugged. No response. No response at all. Ah. I said, this thing will just want to annoy me this morning and spoil my mood. So I just left it. I said, I won't use it. I will go. I said, I wanted to go. The Holy Ghost said, why? Why are you going to just leave the thing? Speak to the mountain. You know, our natural reaction was just, there's nothing I can do. You see, that's the problem. That thinking that there's nothing you can do is what? The problem. Because that, that's the approach many Christians have to life. They say, hey, but where is it? What, what can I do again? How, if you, a mountain stand there, is there any logical explanation on how a mountain can move? But it says, just speak. So I spoke to it. I said, look, this shiver, I'll go and have my bath and come back and you'll walk in Jesus' name. Yeah. And I went to have my bath. Dried my body, came out. Picked up the shiver. And something said, test it now. Because where I plugged this is my, my bedside. Bathroom is in that way. Something said, test it now whether it's working. Mm-mm. He said, you shall not doubt in your heart. But shall believe that the things you have said will come to pass. Then you will have what you say. So I just grabbed it without checking. and went to the bathroom, to the mirror, and started shaving. Yeah. And it worked. You see, God just used that to teach me. Because my natural reaction was that, what can I do? What can I do? No work now. I go for some. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely yes. You can make things change. That, that's what Jesus said. I'm not the one that said it. That's what Jesus said. He said, start using your spiritual laws. This is why many Christians, have you, have you had Christians say things like, oh, we prayed and the person didn't get healed. We did this. Look, God is 100% good. Anytime you see somebody not experiencing what God said they were experiencing, guess who is most likely to need to adjust? The person. Most times we are breaking laws, spiritual laws, and wondering why it's not working. Let me give you some idea of what I mean by spiritual laws. For instance, the Bible said if you have faith like a mustard seed, meaning that faith follows the process. Everything you are seeing in the physical is a mirror of what exists in the spiritual. The physical is just a copy. So all the laws you see physically, they, something superior to them or similar to them exists spiritually. I don't know if somebody gets what I'm saying. So when you see principles of seed time and harvest physically, it first exists spiritually. So, he said if you have faith like a mustard seed, meaning that faith needs to be planted and needs to be allowed to grow. So you can't plant mango seed today and want to do mango juice today. I know somebody's getting what I'm saying. But you know, spiritually we do that all the time. You have been getting headache, but you, when you get small headache, you just drink 30 panadol. You get small, this one you just take, you know all the bubofen, babafen, bubulufen, you know everything, all the fame. And there's nothing wrong in drugs. I have no issue with you taking drugs. My issue is that the day there are no drugs, you will suddenly want to move from zero to hundred in your faith. Only to find out you've never developed faith. It's not magic. It's the same thing with physical laws. If I run marathon now, as in from this service, I just take off my shoe and wear sneakers, wear tracksuits. I go and run mar- access bank marathon or something marathon. What's the chance that I win today? Zero. And you see, none of you will be surprised. But if it's spiritually that I ran and didn't win, or I, I pray for somebody that had cancer, the person still died. We say, Oh my God, we believe you. 
Why did you show up? Because you never developed your faith. I suffered during MTM Marathon. I've just said you well, well. When MTM first came and they were doing MTM Marathon, one million naira. Then one million was big money. They were doing yearly MTM Marathon. Every year they announce it. One church member will always come. Pastor! I'm going for that MTM Marathon. Pray for me, now win. I promise you I'll bring my tithe. I'm pastor, not this year here tight. I'm joking. I'm not like that. I'm not like that. He said, I'll bring my tithe. 100,000 for the church. Pray. Me, I know you won't win. <laughs> but I'm not bearer of bad news. I'm, pre- I'm meant to preach the gospel. The word gospel means good news. Life will tell you. The marathon organizers will tell you you didn't win. I'm not the one that will tell you that. <laughs> so I pray for him. I know you won't win. This happens every year. It wasn't once. It wasn't once it happened. It happened constantly. Because human nature is very obvious. We like shortcut to quick, big results. It's human nature. That's why we like somebody to speak at night. It's not for you to learn how to speak. No need. Ah, when somebody can speak, that is working for easy. We quickly try to drop. Speaking night. Every Friday. Don't miss it. You're using your own mouth to, do, to eat pandediam. But that person should speak. That's why they give all of us guns. But all of us have kept our gun to go and win meet the, evil, the chief priest in the evil forest that will do the speaking. Every year they come, new people. Pastor, pray for me. Empty marathon, one million. Go, you win. In the evening, I'll go and put on my TV. Watch finishing line. Number one, winner, not my church member. Number two, not my church member. Number 30, not my, number 50. No, <laughs> no need to call him. To ask him to do win. He has not even finished the race. He's still, by night, he's still on the journey. He never finished. Because people that win those marathons, they didn't start running because they announced price. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Those guys have been running before MT and announced the price. You just came out because you had one million naira. This is the same thing you want to do spiritually. You want to just learn how to use your faith. You have to, in the days of peace, that's when you prepare for war. Nobody stocks their armed forces during war. It's too late by then. You buy arms before war comes. You prepare your faith before the challenges come. But we want to do quick fix in Christianity. You have never used your faith before. You've been using, trusting Panadol for years. Then suddenly you reach a stage where the doctor said, cancer has no Panadol. And I say, hey, where I keep that my faith? <laughs> where that my faith? No magic can save you then. Somebody gets what I'm saying. There are laws to these things. When you see somebody muscular, Where's that, those muscular guys in church? I don't know if they came to church today. Dabo. Is Dabo around? He didn't come today. Or maybe it was the first time. Ayo, Kemen. All of you. Nobody will know the most of you that are in church today. I'll yab all of them. If you saw those guys that have muscle, I, w- I would have been asked them now that this muscle, was it yesterday you got it? If you walk out for 10 hours yesterday, can you get muscle today? Ah, 10 hours straight. No rest. I used to do muscle building. So we have a mirror in the place. So people that have muscle, everybody come and flex. You see somebody newcomer, he just came today. He carry they'll say, take it easy. No. Because he's looking at people's muscles. He wants to be like us. Yeah. After this is first day, he will not go to mirror. My brother nothing, no, you nothing can show today. <laughs> nothing can show today. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? That's the same thing we want to do spiritually. You don't go to church. You never studied the Bible. You never spent time in prayer. Then all of a sudden, you suddenly need your faith. 
You know, people say, oh, Pastor, uh, somebody I know died in plane crash. Somebody I know died in accident. Why didn't God stop it? It's the same thing as you saying, God, come and speak to Mount. Most times, God would have been warning that person. If they are speaking French here, and I don't understand French, and they are saying, don't go out, don't go out in French, will I hear? That information means nothing to me because I don't understand French. That's how it is when you don't sharpen your spiritual sensitivity. God can be speaking and say, don't, don't, don't. You'll be hearing, go, go, go. There's a story I put up on my Instagram page of that pastor that said he was about to travel. He has booked his flight, everything. They were about to board, and the Holy Ghost told him, don't enter that plane. That plane will have a problem. Enter the next one. He said, no problem. God now said, apart from that, tell the attendants that they should not load the plane. The plane will have a problem. So he said, they would think I'm a mad person. He said, just tell them. So he went there and told them, don't, enter, don't load this plane. It will have a problem. He said, the Lord says so. They said, which Lord? The Lord who? <laughs> and these are Americans. They don't even understand what you're saying. The Lord who? They were laughing at him. One, that one big young guy was there smoking cigar. He was looking at the guy like a mad person. Who's the Lord? So they asked him, are you entering or not? He said, not entering. They closed gates. They boarded. He could still see the airline, his glass, so he could still see the runway. As the plane was about to take off, he has not even flown. He was just running the wrong way. Something blew in the engine. <laughs> Big black smoke everywhere. They had to do emergency evacuation with all those their things and brought everybody out. They all packed their load back. So when everybody came back and met him, they were now humble. <laughs> By the time they brought the next flight, because they changed plane, then everybody knows, that guy is smoking, asked him, Rev, this one, is he okay? <laughs> is this one okay? Should we enter? He said, it's okay. He asked them, what's ref seat number? They said, 10B. He said, put me on 10C. <laughs> I have to sit closer in case of anything. <laughs> so, now, thank God that this plane had not taken off. But, you know, that's how it would have taken off. And they'd be like, oh, did God, God didn't want them. Go and read your Bible. There are times even Paul was about to enter a boat. And God will tell them, this boat will have crisis. And Paul will tell them, they, they will not listen. Is there in the Bible? And they will go and the boat will scatter truly. And they will have shipwreck. And Paul would have told them. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So you see, but somebody said, but me, I don't hear God. You will sharpen it. It's the same thing as, as you do exercising. You will start from when nobody's seeing you. Nobody's seeing a difference. Then all of a sudden, one day, you wear muscle top. They will see your six-pack, see your muscles. They didn't dash you. didn't play. They didn't give you that. It's not a gift. You will work it out in the gym daily. For anybody here that you, you're a muscle builder, eh? you have muscle. You already have what it takes to be a spiritual giant. It's discipline. You have the discipline already. Just to now channel it. Instead of walking out by dumbbell, walk out by scripture bell. Yeah. You already have what it takes. Hallelujah. I'll close with this story of Jesus Christ. He was on his way, you know, to somewhere, and Jairus, one ruler, in the town, came to meet him and said, oh, my daughter is sick and is dying at home. And Jesus said, no problem, let's go to your house. As they were going, they were intercepted by another person, the woman with the issue of blood that touched Jesus' garment. And the woman was healed. And Jesus was saying, who touched me? Who touched me? And Peter said, ah, what are you saying? Everybody's touching you now. We're in a crowd. Everybody's touching you. And Jesus said, no, there's somebody that touched me by faith. And by the time they found the woman, they found out that the woman kept saying before she left home that if I touch, you turn on the supernatural with your words. She had turned it on before she left home. 
That if I touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. If I touch, other people were touching ordinary touch. She was touching the touch of faith. She had unlocked the power by her words. From whom? In the spirit, your words is how you turn on the supernatural. By your words. Be careful what you say. That's where the process starts, before the action starts. So, they found that she had been saying it and she got the healing. By the time they finished talking to the woman, somebody else came to meet them and said, Ah, that Jairus' daughter, no need. She's already dead. The moment they said that, Jesus quickly countered it and said, Don't listen to them, only believe. So they got to the guy's house. The child was truly dead, physically speaking. And they were crying. Mourners were there. You see, um, um, they had gathered to cry. And when Jesus got there, he entered with his words first. I'm showing you this process from God to Jesus to how it works spiritually. Jesus entered the room. People crying, he entered with his mouth first. See what happened. He said, and all wept and bewailed her. But he said, what? Weep not. She is not dead. But what? If you can have the courage when bad news hits to first release positive words. That's how to turn that thing around. But you know, you know what most of us will do? Once you hear bad news, you quickly confirm it and affirm it. That this thing, we have lost it. You say, ah, we have lost it. That's not what Jesus did. He got there, he entered with his mouth first and said, weep not. She's not dead, but she sleepeth. <laughs> and see what happened next, which is normal. And they laughed him. People that were crying now, now. We live in such a negative world. Post your picture. Say, having a great day. Two comments. Post that somebody died. Hundred comments. Very negative world. People are more moved by negative things. Try it. Just post your picture happy. Say, man, grooving life. People won't, nobody. Two comments, three comments, 30 likes. Go and write, hey, I just love the loved one. R.I.P. You see, hundred like, hey, sorry, hey, yeah, sorry, no. 300 comments, straight. That's what happened here. He said, made, he said that they laughed him to scorn, knowing that she was what? Dead. But see what Jesus did. He says, and he put them all out. May God surround you with good people. Sometimes the environment you are in one will never allow your faith to grow. He put all them out, took her by the hand, called and saying what? Made arise. Notice that he didn't pray to God. Do you see that he didn't pray to God here? This doesn't mean we are disregarding God. This means that if God has given you authority, even God wants you to use the authority. Amazing. What, what, what's, what's the make of your car? Jeep. Rubicon. Amaka, what's the make of your car? You don't know. Pastor Yemi, what's the make of your car? Toyota. So imagine Pastor Yemi has a Toyota. Imagine that every time you want to start the car, you call Toyota. They've given you a key. And the key is working. But you just want to. Toyota! Start my car for me. That's what you do when God has given you authority and you still have one to call him. See, Jesus didn't call God here. I'm not saying you should not pray to God. There are cases where you need to interact with God. But when it comes to these things, he wants you to use He has given you to use it. Speak. So, because he entered there with his mouth saying she's not dead, she's sleeping, it would be against his faith to call God to come and wake somebody up. When people are sleeping in your house, do you call God to wake them up? What do you do when people are sleeping in your house? Because people don't understand how faith has process. 
I'm not teaching you faith today because I don't have time. But faith has process. Most times when you do something special and it's not working, you have stepped on the line. You have broken the principle itself. Because some people now, they've said, she's sleeping, but you now enter. Father! Mm. When do we call God to come and wake people that are sleeping? When people are sleeping, what do we do? We wake them up. If you say she's sleeping, when you get there, wake her up. Your action must line up with your words. You can't be praying your husband to change, but you're still calling him idiot. Say, Lord, change this foolish man. Can't work. The wife is troublesome. You're praying for her to change. Say, God, help me change this stubborn woman. You have canceled the prayer by your own words. Jesus didn't come and say, Father, 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 Lord God. He didn't. He came and said, she's sleeping. So when people sleep, we wake them. He said, made, arise. Somebody get in this. I'm trying to show you that you must know how to use your authority. It's not every prayer that you call God again for. Some, many things you ought to speak to, you are still calling God. So you are wondering why he's not answering. Because you have sent mixed signals. Hallelujah. I can never forget the first time I ever heard God's voice. I've shared it many times. I didn't even know what I was doing then. My elder brother brought a puzzle to the house. It's all these puzzles that have numbers, but all the numbers must add up to a certain figure. So there were three dots that you have to fill, blank space. Normally, when we do those puzzles, I'll do it many times. That's why he brings it to me, because it's fun. We challenge ourselves. So I have to do it many times, cancel many times. But this time, I was a new Christian, just a few months old. I didn't even know what I was doing then. It's now I understand. Whenever you see God move in somebody's life, the person might never know what they have activated, but they've activated something. God is not partial. So, um, <laughs> they gave me the puzzle. And the mainly gave me the puzzle. The first thing I said was that God will show me the answer to this puzzle. I didn't even know what I was doing. I just said it, that God will show me the answer to this puzzle. So the next day he came out, I said, you've not done this thing. I repeated the same thing, that God will show me the answer to this puzzle. You see, my speech was consistent. And I didn't say it and start struggling with it. I said it and I actually waited. I wasn't doing it consciously. Now, in retrospect, I'm seeing the steps. The third day again, he asked me, you've not done this thing. I repeated again. I didn't know why I was doing that. I repeated again that God will show me the answer to this puzzle. By the fourth day or thereabout, or that same week, I was just lying down meditating on something and God just said to me, two, three, four. That was the first time I was hearing God's voice. Two, three, four. I said, what's two, three, four? God said, that's the answer to the puzzle. And I picked the puzzle up and I filled it exactly the way God said, two, three, four, without canceling, without first attempt. And that's unusual for that kind of puzzle, except you knew it before. Two, three, four, exactly. And I dropped it by the side of my And my brother came and said, ah, you've done it. And you got it without canceling. I said, yes. I said, God told me what the answer was. I had unlocked the supernatural by my words. That's the same thing I want you to do. From today, any area you're having issues, unlock it. If you, do, if you need information about, or direction about something, be saying it that God will tell me what to do. God will show me how to handle this situation. Keep saying it. Say, but how will you do it? I don't know. That's not your own concern. How, does, how do mountains move? I don't know. There's no textbook or manual of how mountains move. Your own is just to speak. You are looking for capital. Keep saying that God will supply my needs. I will find this money. Be saying it first. You are unlocking the supernatural when you start to speak. The know-how will come later. The method will come later. You only to release the what. Is somebody here? Do you want to exercise that today? Can we rise to our feet?
There's no evil forest for anybody to enter for you. You will speak. You to have mouth. You are whosoever. You are a what? You are whosoever. So nobody's going to speak for you. You speak. Glory to God. I said glory to God. If there's any mountain standing on your way, if there's any situation, it might be your spouse, it might be your children. Maybe you are still single. <laughs> you can speak to that man or that woman to find you. I'm telling you, you can speak it into existence. Many people think they are praying. The things that God has told them to speak, they are praying about. God is too good. Trust me, He's not the one delaying you for any reason. He said, whosoever, whatsoever situation. Whosoever, shall get whatsoever. Can you begin to speak right now? Before you send that application, speak ahead of it. Before you send that proposal, speak ahead of it. Even if you have sent it already, you can send your words ahead. Words are spirits. They don't need visa. They don't need transport money. Words can travel. That general told Jesus, you don't have to come to my house. Speak the word only. Come on, speak over any situation. If it's your husband, speak over it. If it's your wife, speak over it. If it's business, speak over it. Speak. Don't be afraid. Your words matter to heaven. Don't be afraid. You have the authority. We are not calling God now. You are speaking because you are a child of God. I speak to the Naira. I speak to dollars. Begin to come. I speak to pounds, begin to come. Money cometh to me, I will never lack. My going out is blessed. My coming in is blessed. I and my own are divinely protected. No evil comes near my dwelling. Nigeria is blessed. Nigeria is blessed. We will be governed by the best of the best. Mahandede Kebola Sata. Come on, speak, speak, speak. Every organ in your body begins to function well. Zekebos. Your blood pressure is normalized. Zekebos. Libro de sekede. Come on, speak. Come on, speak. Come on, speak. It's working in your hands. Your business will thrive. The customers will come. Locally and globally. Breakthroughs are on the way. You're on a collision course with your destiny. You are in a collision course with your business partners. You are in a collision course with your sponsors. Money cometh to you. You will never lack capital. I rebuke sickness from your body. That pain is gone. Every organ in your body is working well. Come on. Speak with confidence. I am healed tonight. Come on, pray. Decree. Decree. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412. Or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org. David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.